Becoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. Episode 214, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We're two guys that have never met in real life. I live in Iowa. My name is Colin Flynn. And my co-host... Oh, oh, it's my turn, John M. Craig. <laughs> I was I was pausing for effect. I thought I'm ahead of the the uh, little musical thing here a little bit. And uh, okay, because we've done that a couple of times, yeah. not many times. I would kick in with, and I'm John M. Craig, my co-host, <laughs> John M. Craig. But then I don't know. Maybe that was douchey. I was referring to myself in the third person. It's all right. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's Saturday morning, April 3rd, is that right? April 3rd, 2021, that's when we are recording this. Yes. Uh, you know, we uh, we are, uh, we're not doing this as much, or we're not recording as much, and we're not pushing out as much at because, this point, right? Because? Because, well, I, I'm crazy busy with work. I mean, I work, um, like, not this past week, but the week before, I did 84 hours on the clock. And that was, uh, you know, there's, I don't know how many, and on a five-day week, I think there are, what, 120 hours in a I don't know. I've not done the math, but it's it's not much time for anything other than sleep. 168. In a five-day period, is that right? Oh, no, in a, in a, that's in a seven-day seven week. That's how many hours. No, I'm talking about in a five-day week, there are 120 hours in the week. Oh, there you go. Now, okay. if you take away 84, that leaves 36 hours divided by five. Best-case scenario, that's 7.2 hours of sleep per night, and that does not include the time for me to get up, get ready, get to where my pickup is, and then to get home after I drop someone off because I'm not on the clock for those hours. It's a lot of hours. It almost ma- makes me wonder, is, is that is that even legal? <laughs> is it legal? I don't know. I, I mean, I would... Who's listening? Of course it's legal. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, speaking, speaking of legal, I, I, I don't listen to a lot of mu- um, a lot of news. I was just listening to NPR um, on my phone, and I heard a thing about lawyers getting disbarred, uh, couldn't practice because of who they represented. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, this what is going? It was uh, it was in China. I was oh. like, oh. I was like, I was very confused. I was like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Because if that was happening in America, you, I could see if if people didn't want to hire you because you represented someone, but like literally, you cannot practice law because you represented that person, Jack Ma. If you rep- represent him, we're trying to trying to make uh, him just disappear permanently. Yeah, uh, I guess. So. Yeah, he's been seen, but uh, yeah, that's weird. I did not know that. But yeah, I know. I, I mean, I was like kind of passively listening as I was getting ready to record because. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's relatively early, not that early on a Saturday morning. It's like uh, a little after nine here, a little after eight where you are, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and because uh, I don't have much time, I set up a couple of appointments today to get my eyes checked. Uh, I haven't had a new prescription in a while, and I know that I'm nearsighted, which means I need corrective lenses to help me see far. But when I wear my contact lenses, which I do, because I, when I'm driving, 
and for work, I, I have to wear a mask, and I've never found a, a mask or any anti-fog spray or wipes for my glasses that prevent me from fogging up my glasses when I'm wearing a mask, regardless of the mask. So uh, when I, with my contact lenses, I can't see up close. And I think that that happens once you reach a certain age. I'm going to be 50 this year. So, so I, I don't know. I think it's important for me to make sure I, I can see. That's so, and I'm getting my hair cut too because okay. it's been getting a little creamerish, like uh, Seinfeld, um, Michael Richards creamerish. Well, but. Too much of a little, too much of a puffy, puffy thing going. Yeah, a little big. I mean, you know, I use some product. I I I, I make it work. But uh, so yeah, you, I don't know. Yeah, you 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 covered a lot of ground there. So um, uh, I was going to tell you with the contact thing. Uh, here's something. Uh, that you could possibly run by whoever's uh, doing your doing your eye exam is tell them i want to be able to see up close while i wear my wear my contacts and uh i want to you know be able to drive with them they can make both of those things happen i i i have a uh i guess she's an ophthalmologist uh, optometrist no that's the person that adjusts your glasses anyway i have an eye doctor that she uh is that's kind of her specialty is she can uh, set you up now she's two ways they can do that they've got there's a contact lens that actually has a i guess an up close kind of prescription thing in it. it's kind of like a bifocal sort of uh, contact right. thing which uh, you don't need to have um you can i have two different sets of contacts I, i've got ones that i can wear if i decide to that give me eagle eye 2020 vision looking all the way down the road or whatever so you know everything is 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 uh, set up for that uh, if i want to wear those but when i wear those like you said i can't see shit up close you know it's it, it, and when i wear those if i go into a a dark restaurant as an example i look like the old people in the dark restaurant that are you know pulling out the flashlights and the reading glasses and and all of that stuff and trying to trying to read the menu because they can't see it so, so you've got that way of, of operating if you want to or what she did was she said, I can set you up a completely different way. And so she set me up this other way where uh, both of my contact lenses are at a lower power than they would be for uh, supervision. But I can see uh, well enough that um, it's it's day-to-day -day use, I see fine with, with the ones I've got on, on right now. But they're set up so that there's one that's... Um, the, whatever your your dominant eye is, so if, and everybody has a, kind of an eye that they favor for reading and for looking at something up close. And for me, I just was I just she asked me, "What's your dominant eye?" And I said, "Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's my left eye." And so um, my left eye, she adjusted for reading with a contact lens, and then the right eye, they bump that up as high as it can go without giving you a headache. So both of my contacts are like a minus three one's a minus three and a quarter the other one's minus 375 that's the ones i wear most of the time if i wanted to i could wear this other set that she gave me which are like um, my left eye would be five and a quarter and my right eye would be 550 or something like that so there's a like two-step jump in there but i see great dark restaurants up close reading whatever doesn't matter with the contacts I have in now for reading and or driving. It works perfect for all of that stuff. You know, you, you say that, and, I, and in my head, you had 20-20 vision. And 
even though I realize I've seen you wearing glasses on your Instagram. Yeah, right. I don't know. I just so you wear contact lenses most of the time. Is that is that true? I well, I, I prefer to. I've gotten glasses lately that um, I've gotten some uh, a couple pairs of glasses that I got from some of these online joints that uh, where they're uh, you know you, you get glasses and. Um, they they worked they worked out pretty good I guess that's the other thing was I, I was uh, surprised to see that those were as uh, high a quality as they were, and so I uh, have worn them a little bit more. But like you said, if you have to wear a mask and you go in someplace, it's just a complete fucking pain in the ass. It's really a cluster. It's just like oh my god, it's just a, it's frustrating. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, so anyway, I, I I have I have contact lenses. I started wearing them again in October. I I stopped wearing them. Right. I, I just, I didn't have enough of a routine or ritual work. And then when I work, you know, when I was, when I was doing this driving gig and working anywhere from like 12 to 18 hours in a day, um, I, it was too long to have my contact lenses in. I don't, I don't know if you wear daily wear. I, I have the daily wear that lasts for two weeks and I usually stretch them for four weeks. Yeah, I, I have the same setup. I can wear them all day without. It, I used to. I used to wear them constantly and never take them out. And um, yeah, my I was telling my eye doctor about that, and they were like, "Yeah, we really don't want you to do that." But I did that for for years. Actually, hmm. um, I would wear them for like a month and not take them out, and it didn't bother me. So wow, um, I, like go to sleep and everything they didn't dry yeah, up. You didn't yeah. have that whole. I'd get yeah. up and get up, and they might be a little little uh, crunchy in the morning, right at the right at the start. But I put a little, I throw a little saline yep. in my eyes, and I'd be good to go. How long have you worn corrective lenses? Since I was like probably what grade? I was probably like fifteen or something. 14, okay, you were 14. yeah. So I, I wore them. I started wearing them. I think when I was around eleven, I think eleven or something like that, like fourth grade. And then I started wearing contact lenses at like twelve or thirteen. Did you wear contact lenses when there were hard contact lenses? You're you're not you, soft contact lenses have been around for a while. You're a little bit older than me, but not so old. Or your vision's probably not so bad. They have to wear those like hard contact lenses. I don't even know if they still make them. I, I don't know if they make those either. I never did. I had friends that did because uh, I remember I had this uh, this uh, friend of mine that he would open up his eye and do some kind of a. I don't know, but he could make the thing just pop out into his hand. It would just like... Yeah, know, yeah. I mean, it's almost rigid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. how I remember it. My Aunt Ellen used to... My mom's sister, who's since passed, uh, had terrible vision. I, I I don't know if she was legally blind, but she had those eyeglasses that look like Coke, the bottom of Coke bottles, old school Coke bottles. Yeah, you know? yeah. Different, so. different Seinfeld. You were, yeah, there was a Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, there. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, so... You're, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this entire two fourteen is going to be all about um, uh, vision. Vision. Um, I can't see anything. I can't see the future. I can't see in front of me. Uh, I. I don't know. What. Like I, I don't want to mess with my eyes, right? And I want to get them. And I, I, and people have said, well, why don't you just get laser vision? I'm like, I don't know. I'm afraid, you know. And 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 have you ever considered getting the LASIK surgery? I have, and uh, I, you know, I, I'd possibly do it. I just have never been um, motivated uh, in in such a way that I felt like I needed to get it. So, um, I, I probably would consider it. Um, I don't know. The price keeps dropping. You're in a metro where 
uh, here in the Midwest, like when I travel, you know, I'll be in a larger city. I see all these billboards and it'll say, you know, Lasix, uh, you know, some goofy price that seems like impossible. It's, it's still expensive in the Midwest. I don't know of any, uh, maybe if you get to St. Louis or something like that, you might find some of those deals you get in major metros. Right. I, I think, I think the way it, it's the, the more surgeries you do, the better you get at it. Right. I mean, yeah. there's uh, it's pretty successful. And you know you you know it's going to be market value. You know, I mean, there are a lot more of them in in metropolitan areas. A lot more of um, surgeons that do that right. eye laser yes. surgery. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just I just want to I, I don't want to mess around. I don't know that I'll get Warby Parkers anymore. You know, they're fine, but they're kind of cheap plastic and whatever. I just I just want to get a couple of good pair of eyeglasses that are the correct prescription and contact lenses. Right. And, and just be done with it, you know, and call it a day. So it's, you know, I, okay. So when you buy glasses from a Warby Parker or one of any one of the, on, those, like I was talking about the online places, I got a pair from this company called Zelul. Uh, Z e e l o o l Zelul. I haven't even heard of that one. I've heard of Zinni, which yeah. is, but, huh. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Okay. So the this Zelo popped up somehow, and I, I just thought, what the hell? And and uh, I got a, this uh, pair of glasses at an amazing price, and I thought even if they suck, uh, you know, I'm I'm not gonna feel like I got screwed that bad. Um, it okay, but the okay, well, the point I'm trying to make is you go to a, a you, your 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 local guy gal your local person and uh, they give you your your prescription and you go into their little uh, boutique uh, office place and pick out glasses and uh, all of a sudden they're like you know five six hundred dollars or some something like sure that. yeah and and uh then you order them online and they're like though that's the zilul pair i got which had pretty much all the options you could think of uh it had the blue light blocking and they were actually they were no line bifocals and all sorts of hoo-ha going on there. I pretty much checked everything there. I wanted the thinner lenses. Give me everything. And the whole pair was $113. Um, huh. Yeah. And how were the eyeglasses? They're, they've been great. Uh, they, were, they, they, were, they, they were adjusted a little weird. You know, they weren't adjusted, I guess, put it that way, when I got them. But um, I got online, I got on YouTube, and uh, looked at a couple videos. And they were like, you know, they're plastic frames. Run them under hot water, under the sink, and just gently kind of massage, you know, your, right. you know which I did. Uh, and I had them actually in the... Um, I had them in the uh, in our sauna, and you know it's hot as hell in there. And after I was in the sauna for about forty five minutes, I I thought, wow, I'm going to try to adjust these glasses a little bit because they were still a little bit tight. And I just slowly, uh, you know, worked on them a little bit in the uh, in the sauna, and that uh, that actually worked pretty well. So um, between that, the hot water under the sink, and that, I got them I got them set up just just really so they fit really well, and. Uh, you know, which is a little more messing than you, you, you know, it'd be easier to hand them to somebody and say, make these fit my face. I, you know, that comes at a price. So I, you know, for me, if, you know, it, it worked out. Um, but, um, that's, I'm sure that it's not always the case, but, um, I, the way I look at it, I thought, well, I probably saved, you know, three, 400 bucks doing it this way. And I don't, I'm an infrequent, normally an infrequent glasses wearer. Although now that I've got these and they do fit well and they look good and all that stuff, I've, I've been wearing them a little bit more, except for every time I go into some place where, you know, masks are required, which is pretty much still everywhere. 
it's uh yeah you're fogging up and uh it's eh, making me think yeah i for me the only reason i really wear eyeglasses it's the same reason i say that i listen to npr is uh because i want to come across as intelligent and pretentious <laughs> just that's the only reason i really people think you're smarter but uh, yeah so what's going on in, in in your life in 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 Iowa everything there the kids school with them and is it's what's it like there's the, yeah you, this you know this year has been that it's just going to be uh they didn't go to school this year well at a, a regular school and wow. uh, it, it was weird when uh, we traveled recently um because we you know we had that uh, we had the natural uh, natural disaster here, which uh, also contributed to schools not opening with uh, the big windstorm we had. Uh, so um, the, the, uh, there just wasn't uh, a lot of uh, in school stuff going on. There wasn't any for our kids. And um, I was just reading that um, nationally, ninety five percent of uh, of s public schools at least uh, shut down uh, for at least uh, some period of time. And uh, we were one of those areas where uh, they they shut down uh, for a long period of time. They're still really not open for the most part. Uh, they've got some limited classroom stuff going on here. From what I've heard uh, anecdotally uh, around town, they say that most of the classes, uh, there's only a few, few kids that are going. And so... Uh, It'll be next year before they're actually in in school doing things, the, you know, the, the the old school way, where you actually go in and you know, knock on wood that we don't have any sort of uh, you know events that cause that from happening next year. But it's, it's just been um, since last March, you know, more than a year, we've been uh, just in this same sort of uh, mindset where uh, you know we're doing stuff from home for the most part, and. Uh, They've had some very limited uh, things where they go back to school. Zoe went to cheerleading tryouts. She she uh, is going to be a football cheerleader if she wants to. She she got uh, got through on that. So, um, but uh, and uh, Tori's about done. She's done all of her stuff online. Our our newly adopted uh, eighteen year old who just uh, turned nineteen, uh, Taylor, is just finishing up his stuff. Uh, he's got one little thing that he's. Uh, been doing and he has had a little bit of uh, in school session stuff there but very limited uh, they have them come in occasionally and kind of touch base sort of that sort of thing on a, a one one-on-one -on -one environment where we're a single students in with a teacher um, uh, taking care of stuff in that regard so right. yeah it's it's yeah. been weird you know and uh, we're just starting here in Iowa to see uh, uh, vaccines uh, in in a meaningful way start to uh, start to happen, and uh, there, I, I guess we're going to get that rolling out maybe a little bit wider here uh, in April. We'll see, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and for me, I, I mean, all I all I can really talk about is work, and I don't really want to talk about that because I don't really want to expose the job that I'm working on and who I'm driving and all that stuff. But uh, I mean, I did I did get a vaccine. Um, it wasn't for COVID. Um, it was, uh, for being a kinder person. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, they stick it right in your jugular and, uh, it gives you perspective and kindness and, uh, it's not working. It's not working at all. It's called the now, dick vaccine. <laughs> dick, don't be a dick. dick, no, dick I, I, uh, I did get a vaccine. I got my first, uh, shot Pfizer yesterday, April 2nd. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I scheduled, so it was, uh, to earlier this week, Tuesday, um, 
I, I went online. I've been going online a bit, and I was uh, talking to Susie, uh, who um, my girl, who's helping me. You know, so she she had gotten her first shot in Connecticut, and it's different in every state, obviously. Yeah, like yeah. The number of vaccines you have, you know, it, it's similar, I'm sure, but there are uh, the similar guidelines. Who can get it? Age group, vulnerable smokers, overweight people, a BMI of over 25%, which is probably 75% of the country based on the BMI chart, whatever. Um, so I, New Jersey went to the state website, registered. Fine. Get the email. You're registered. Nothing. You go to that site again. Nothing. No update. Now I'm 49. Well, the benchmark, at least I think in New York and New Jersey, is 50 and older. I think it started higher than that. And then it was like at this, around this time, it was about 50 and older. So then I went to, checked out CVS. I checked out Walgreens. Both of them, every Walgreens and CVS in New Jersey, no appointments. Went to New York, no appointments. Go again. Now on Tuesday, I find appointments in New York, but I'm not a New York resident, but I work in New York City, so I think it's okay. And it was the same day that they lowered the age from 50 to 30. So had I not made that appointment before they made that announcement, I probably wouldn't have gotten the appointment because now you would have had so many more people on the websites trying to book appointments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get a 10 a.m. appointment in the Bronx. Literally, you could walk to Yankee Stadium. It was on like 167th and River Avenue at a CVS. Now, that's only 45 minutes from New Canaan where Susie works. And I, ha I happen to have the day off. This is the whole reason I did it because it was Good Friday and we weren't working. So I went up there. I walk into the place. I'm the second person online in the back near the pharmacy. Then, of course, five minutes before 10 o'clock, some guy walks up and says, you have to come up in the front and register. I had already gotten a text. I had registered. And there's a line of like 10 people there. And now I'm starting to get a little frustrated. I'm like, okay, if I'm not at least fifth in line, if I get bumped by all these other people that walk, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't great, but it was fine. I did the little car. They took my insurance card and my uh, driver's license and I went to the back and then they, you know, signed me up and like they put me in the system and they didn't have the regular person that logged into that computer putting in the system. It was another pharmacist who doesn't do this job. So he's literally FaceTiming with this woman like 10 minutes before, like trying to log in and you could see they're already behind the eight ball, right? Like it's just like, Jesus right. Christ, one person doesn't show up and now who knows what's going to happen. And then, uh, Get, get back in line, and I, we were in the X-Lax aisle, you know, in that aisle, and there's three of us in that aisle. You know, they tell you to go to aisle 10. In the front of the store, they say, wait in aisle 10, but it's actually aisle 9 where the guy, the pharmacist who doesn't know how to do the login is logging people in. So now there are people going here, the, a lot of miscommunication, but nothing crazy. Right. There's it's still very reasonable and like pretty amazing that this is all happening the way it's happening. Like, oh, they made this vaccine, they get all the so get back in line. I got bumped by one guy, so I'm number three in line. And uh and then when I get to the guy now they also tell you not to wear a lot of layers, like to try to wear short sleeves, right? To help with the process of getting it, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. one of your arms. Very cold day yesterday. I think when I woke up it was about twenty degrees Fahrenheit. So I had 
a t-shirt, a button-down shirt, a sweater, and a coat. So I'd already taken the coat off. Now, as we're getting closer, and now instead of number two, I'm number three, I take off my, co- I take off my sweater, I take off my button-down shirt. I'm getting undressed in a CVS in the X-Lax aisle. And so, um, and then I, I, when I go there, and it's this uh, pharmacist, this older guy, you know, like, like, like a 70-year-old white farm. He looks like a pharmacist. <laughs> Glasses, the whole thing, central casting. And, uh, and he says, which arm? And I go like, so I, I said, you know, um, whatever, it's closer one, the left one. And so I, I, uh, and, and we're, we're talking about the whole thing. And we, I start making jokes about the chip and the thing. And he makes, he's like, uh, he says something about, uh, um, Bill Gates. Thanks you. And, uh, and you know, it was, uh, it was actually very pleasant. The whole experience was very pleasant. Didn't hurt at all. And they, even though they have a seating area, where they tell you they want you to, there are all these seats where they tell you you need to sit down from like, you know, for a few minutes up to 15 minutes to make sure you're okay. Because they don't want to, if you don't have a reaction to it, you know? Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. He just put a band aid on it and sent me on my way. See you later. <laughs> I mean, I got there about an hour early, but I mean, from the minute I walked in the CVS to the minute I left, it was a total of an hour. And from the minute they started doing the vaccinations, I was probably out of there in like 17 minutes. Really? Yeah. Now, so I could only speak for myself and what I perceived to be the experience for the two people in front of me, who got, or you know, the one guy that was in front of me, and then the second guy that cut in front of me, bastard. Um, no, I, I, it, it was, it went pretty smoothly. But one of the things I said to the older pharmacist who actually administered the vaccine, injected it, I said, uh, I, I hope things get better, uh, especially for you know your your colleague, the other pharmacist with other. He's like, it won't. <laughs> like, like, I said, thanks for being a realist. And I was like, you know, I, I mean, I mean, he was totally cool with it. You know, I mean, he was in his little spot behind. You know, they had you know uh, partitions up, and uh, you kind of go in that area. And he gives a thing. It's like, so I, I mean, I almost wanted to be there longer to observe how crazy it is. I would guess it's got to be in a lot of like places. that. It must get to a point where not not necessary. Like the process is the process, and it's like anything. You just got to wait. But you could see people starting to get frustrated, annoyed, you know, rolling their eyes and this, and it's just like, you know what? It's so easy to tell. There, it's a it's a working CVS. I saw this woman in the front of the store as I was leaving. There were no cashiers at the front to check you out. And, you know, she's an older woman. Her English wasn't very great. And it's just like, because they're all dealing with, like, the line of, like, 15 people in the front of the store with their scheduled appointments, mm-hmm. you know, running around. They're running a pharmacy. <laughs> it's a very strange thing. I just don't think, I don't necessarily think it's, you know, this these uh, CVSs. And, even, and it was a, a nice size CVS. And they also sell, like, gr- like small groceries. And, you know what I mean? Like, and, and eggs and milk. And, you know, it's just like... Uh, Again, I, I had a decent experience, and I'm going back in three weeks, three weeks from today, to uh, get my second shot. To get the follow-up. We, we have a uh, goofy uh, non-system, I guess, in Iowa. You, when you were talking about state of New Jersey has a website you go to and you register, we don't have that. We don't have any sort of... The, the, the state of Iowa provides zero direction as to what is supposed to be happening other than they've got their their guidelines uh, as to who can get it which is uh, over uh, currently i think it's over 65 unless you have uh, a certain you know you maybe you're a, a employee in a certain uh, you know 
place where it's it's critical that you get one or you've got like you said any one of those maladies you know you've got smoking or overweight or blah 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 some of that stuff's on the list but um as i understand it um there's uh there's nobody really checking that stuff per se and the state does not say come here and put your name in the hopper and we'll get you uh you know a, a number or a means by which to go out to get yourself a vaccination that doesn't exist they're doing nothing to point you in the direction of where to get a vaccination so what's happened here very strangely um well maybe not so strangely is that um private citizens uh people that uh realize that that was a uh screwed up way of doing things uh, have uh, decided to let's just do it ourselves let's just figure this out so um, there there's uh, a couple of guys that um, one of them is uh, primarily distributing information over Twitter and the other guy's got a website and what they did was they're actually uh, and I don't understand exactly how this works but they're uh, using scraping technology uh, which is uh, they, they're going out and they're hitting these websites for places like you know Walgreens and uh, Walmart and CVS and all the places that are distributing the vaccine and they are in real time they're figuring out where the vaccinations are available at 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 a certain place so if you follow the one dude's twitter account he will post um availabilities as they pop up and so you'll see uh and he'll you'll put the zip code and the store location and as much information as as you can get there and in some cases he's got a link on there and you click on the link and it takes you right to the the companies you know to the to the walmart website or to the so-and-so website uh, so you can get so you can get registered and get signed up and get get an appointment and then the other guys um his is a little bit different his you just go to the website put in your zip code put in uh what mile range you're willing to travel to to go get a vaccination and then it um, regurgitates where you can do that right now not not just a blanket send of here's what's you know available but it's the stuff that's actually available right now both of those are set up that way so do either of these guys have ads or, or are they just doing it to no. do it i mean even just to just I mean, it costs money to money and time to put that all together. Even not to like make money, but to neither one of them are the the one dude uh, is uh, I know for sure getting zero dollars. The Twitter guy is getting zero dollars for what he's doing. The other guy has a uh, kind of like a uh, Patreon thing on his on his page. And, the, uh, and how did did you where they have they been covered in in uh, you know the the news? I don't know about that. Cause, How'd you find out about them? Well, I found out about the just being on Twitter. I found out out about the one, and then somebody at work uh, emailed that other one out that they had they had uh, somebody had told them about it that they had I don't know maybe heard about it on Facebook or something. But uh, yeah. Uh, I think one of the local sports writers uh, that I follow on Twitter said, "Hey, there's this uh, th there's this thing where you can uh, find appointments in Iowa." And yeah. I mean, are you are you and Rachel like uh, planning to get it anytime soon? Or you know, like, because I I had said I'm not in a rush to get it. You know, I don't want to be the first one in line to get it. I won't even be able to be the first one in line to get it. Uh, it. It, it hasn't necessarily been available for an extended period of time where it'd be like, oh, oh, it does. What? What happens? Oh, no, I'm not getting that. So so it's like I just got it. Like, my mom, my dad got it. My 
cousin got two of my cousins got it my uncle you know i mean and, and i was just like a couple of friends have gotten it and i'm like you know what it's it's been a little bit i mean I'm, i am working i get tested all the time but i'm gonna sign up for it you know i, I mean I, I didn't really put a lot of thought into it i didn't think about you know i just here i am so where are you guys with everything yeah we're both pl planning to do it for sure you know as as uh, uh you know and uh so yeah, I, and I've actually, I actually went and got the first one. I've had the first one. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. When did you get it? Uh, I don't even know what the date was. I, I get my second one in like a week. So did you, did, you, um, did you use either of those resources to help get your appointment? Yeah, the Iowa vaccine alerts thing on, the thing on Twitter yeah, is what I used to get it. And uh, otherwise and I would, would not have found one, I'm sure. And, and what was your experience? Where'd you get it, and how, how was it seamless? Was it bit? Was it crowded? Uh, so there's a local grocery store chain uh, that is, uh, you know, has pharmacies, and that's where I ended up going. Uh, this this chain, uh, they're called High V Stores, and uh, the High V Stores, uh, uh, they've got wild ranges of these stores. Uh, some of them are are pretty. Um, they're not Whole Foods ish, but some of them they've 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 done um, they've done a lot of upgrades on on the, what they're what they're doing at the stores. Like the, there's a few of them now that they actually have little uh, shoe stores inside there. They've got um, they made a deal with the um, with uh, what's his name uh, the 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 uh, oh Jesus I'm I'm having a, 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 a brain fart trying to figure out now that guy's name uh the two the actors uh from boston uh one of them's named donnie and his brother mark Wahlberg. 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 mark the Wahlberg brothers yeah so they made a deal with the Wahlberg brothers and they've got Wahlberg hamburger joints in a couple of these stores oh, Wahlburgers or whatever it's called yeah yeah they've got those stores yeah, right, inside right. some of the the grocery stores so some of them are kind of big some of them are kind of small and uh the one that i went to is one of the small ones and it's actually known as the ghetto v is what they call it locally uh colloquially because it's in the it's in the the uh, ghetto-ish area we don't really have a ghetto to speak of but if it's as ghetto as can be if you're going to be in in cedar rapids iowa so um it's uh it's a small one and it's uh, it's kind of a crazier place uh they don't they get a really small parking lot because it's an area where um, not a lot of people have uh have car cars and you know there's a lot more people that walk in that neighborhood or drive, ride the bus and that sort of thing so um it's 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 a different kind of place so that's where i went and got mine but it was it was it was it was great it was and it went i mean i walked in i had to wait a, a little while it seemed like when they sat me down it didn't seem that busy and they were just kind of making you wait to wait like sometimes doctor's offices do but um you know like the guy was uh you know he, yeah, that uh, he was a guy, an older guy that gave me mine, and he was uh, kind of joking about stuff too. And um, we were talking about if there are side effects, and he said, "Well, if you, you know, if you do get any side effects, you know it's working, right?" And I said, "Well, that's what I hear." But uh, I had. Did nothing. you have any? Did you have any side effects? Not a thing. Not, I, I didn't even have. A what about your arm? Did it hurt at all? My mine's no. not feeling. My, I've, I feel like I was punched in the arm, but that didn't happen right away. It's it's it, overnight and now. Yeah, I didn't even have that. Did not even have that. So, um, yeah, and Rachel. I mean, like, I, I feel like I was punched in the arm by like a three-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's like it's not like it's not like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, you got jabbed know. with a Conor McGregor punched me in the arm. Yeah, not quite that bad, but. Uh, <laughs> no. no, it's not bad at all. I mean, I you know I've, I've heard 
you know, I, I think I told you my mom got her second when she got her second shot at Moderna. It took her out. Like, and I've heard that from a couple of people about the Moderna. It's the second one, supposedly, yeah. Yeah, and so I, I, I scheduled mine for a Saturday because even though this job that I'm working on will be over, it's not likely I will be working on a Saturday, right? So that, that will give me a Saturday and a Sunday to kind of come back, you know, ready for Monday. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to have anything. Because I, and the other thing is I can't have any flu, any symptoms, flu-like symptoms, and, and do a job. Because I have to, unless I lie on the questionnaire that I have to do every day, right? Because I ask you a bunch of questions. You know, you got to take your temperature. Is it below 100.4? Do you, you know, are you feeling, you know, uh, sick or there, there are a few things. And if you have those things and you answer yes to them, you're really not supposed to come to work, you know. But I, I test three times a week. Yeah, yeah. I tested negative, you know. I mean, but at the same time, if it seems like you have any of the potential symptoms, it doesn't mean you have COVID. They don't want you showing up to work. Right. And so. now, once you get uh, a week basically into uh, the future, you're going to yeah. be, you're going to have like a 90% likelihood that you're, you know, that you're covered even after the first shot. Sure. And for, and for me, uh, I want to, like anyone, I want to work. I want to make as much money as possible. And I, I, but I'm not in a position where when I get on a job, the union assigns me to that job, right? Yeah, so, right. you know, and I'm on that job until, until they tell me I'm not, if the union or the boss on that job, right? Because some jobs, they only need me for a couple of days here and there, okay? You're going to need you for three days doing this. And so I'm on this job the entire job, and it's the first one I've been on since you know, the beginning of March, you know, that pilot that I worked on, well, I only worked one week. I was paid for all four, but only worked one week. But, you know, everything I've done since we started working again was, you know, a couple of days here, a couple of days here, a few weeks here, whatever. So uh, I don't want to, and the other thing I don't want to have happen is I don't want to be on a job and for any reason get knocked off that job because I had symptoms or tested positive and then, you know what I mean? I just, it's one thing, it, some jobs shut down and then when they do shut down, they can shut down for a couple of weeks, they can quarantine people. You know, if I test positive for COVID, the job that I'm on test, it will shut down. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm so important, but because I drive the lead actress who's the star of the show and the director. Right. You can't make the show without those two people. They would be required to quarantine because they're in the car with me at least 10 minutes every day. Have they been? Right. Do, do you know? Have they been vaccinated? Do you know? Uh, I, I do know, actually. The reason I... Well, I know that one of them has been. Okay. Uh, the actress has been because I drove her to her second appointment. Okay, good. Well, she's, she's in the clear then. Well, well but, you know, but in the clear... I always, you know what I'm saying? Well, the CDC, uh, like, CDC yes, but, is saying, the, the CDC this week said you cannot give or get after, the, after you've been vaccinated. A week after the second vaccination, you cannot give or get COVID-19. That's from the Well, I mean, control. okay, so in the clear as, as it pertains to the CDC, but not necessarily as it does to the production companies, and the unions who set up these rules. Well, right? yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, in terms of like the guidelines, yeah. they're going to have to, 
they may reevaluate that moving forward and yeah. and you know yeah. show have uh you know crew members show that they've been vaccinated the weird and, thing is the weird thing is uh psychologically uh and i think this is bizarre there there are a ton of people out there that hope that doesn't happen that they, they, they hope that we continue with this uh all the mask theater stuff that's going on and all of the the they're they're still going to be telling stories anecdotal stories about um things that scientifically <sighs> aren't true right but, right i just had some friends that were in a conversation about uh, okay the university of iowa is having um uh, spring football this this year you know they're back at it and um it, when they do you know these big Big Ten universities, when the you know the, the big college teams get going and they're they're uh, having their spring football, they have the spring game or the spring practice. They have a spring event where where uh, spectators actually go, and uh, they've decided the university has that they're going to let people in. They're going to let it, and they and they didn't. It sound like they're not going to do any limitation as far as the number of people that attend. Okay, at the University of Iowa on a good year when there's nothing going on, uh, I've been to a couple of those events and. You uh, have, eh, out of the whole stadium, which normally holds about 75,000 people-ish, somewhere in that range, um, instead of having 75,000, you end up with about 15,000. So uh, they put everybody on one side of the, of the stadium, and people are, are, normally, people are just kind of more stretched out because you can, because there's more room. They're not as crammed in as a regular game. Um, scientifically they have they know for sure this has been shown over and over and over and over that the the uh, it's not spread outdoors if you're in an outdoor environment you and uh, you especially if you have any level of social distancing it the the virus cannot spread in an outdoor environment uh, and especially if it's during the day and the sun is shining they've shown over and over and over that that the it's dies with sunlight and it also in an outdoor environment it, it doesn't spread because of we've we have ventilation we have enough air being circulated that uh, the viral load isn't strong enough to affect somebody in an outdoor environment and and, and I and I I've believed that for a while, for a very long time, and I've said it a number of times on here. If it can spread outdoors, okay, from even two feet away, a foot away, you know what? We're done. We're fucked. A lot more people would be dead. Yes, we'd be. We're really in trouble. Right, and you know right. what? Then then there's there's something that I don't understand that we're we're not meant to be. We are fucking the dinosaurs. Okay, yeah, we're not yeah. literally having sexual intercourse with the dinosaurs. We are the fucking dinosaurs you know whatever <laughs> took is, them out this is the event you know they didn't wear their masks that's what happened those fucking and they weren't they should have been running when they were running they should have been wearing masks yeah. outdoors so yeah so the conversation yeah. we were having was the okay the idea that there are uh, a ton of people online and in in real life that they've spoken to i guess apparently that are saying you know everybody is going to have to keep wearing masks outside we're going to have to keep doing this outdoor masking and you know the 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 event is they require a mask when you get there and they, they were saying well when when 
it's probably going to be people are going to wear a mask to get into the event once they're in and things are, are rolling along people are going to start taking their masks off and and what then and there's a bunch of people that are like you know really want you to hang on to that idea that you're going to still wear a mask outside and you're going to be you know walking around with your your mask on forever because uh, even though you're vaccinated there's people that probably a had covid b also been vaccinated and c can never fucking give it to anybody or get it and um do we know who those people are not necessarily uh should we take them at their word for 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 that um i we're gonna have to and the reason i say we're gonna have to is because at some point uh, what does it does it matter if you've been fully vaccinated and uh, you're not going to get it or give it, and somebody else doesn't have a mask, who fucking cares if I'm around them? At that point, I don't care if I'm around them. Do what you want to do. It, it doesn't matter to me at that point. And if somebody is not vaccinated and they want to be around that person, it's on them. Then, then they, can, they can be a dinosaur and they can die. They can fucking get sick and die, and that's on them. Uh, well, right. Well, that's the whole thing. It's, uh, you know, it, let's, is, if, is Darwin right? And it, yeah, probably. Right, and right, right. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, the the people who are, I'm sure there are anecdotal stories that'll show that I'm wrong, but that the people that are affected the most are the elderly, vulnerable, and and people with com, uh, compromised immune systems. Yeah. If you look at, we in have, terms of death, in terms of death and and serious illness. The one thing we as do, a cause, right? Yes. The one thing we do have here in the state of Iowa that's uh, that's uh, they're doing, I think, a pretty good job with is they have a website where you can go look at daily figures and you can look at all the all the stats and um, you know who who died, how old they were, uh, who's in the hospital, how old they were, that sort of thing. And if you look at that and you you look at the statistics, uh, which is uh, yeah, that 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 stuff doesn't lie in this case. I don't think is maybe initially we had some stuff that was wrong that was being reported, but uh, I think now they've got a, a a real you know good handle on what's going into that as far as the information because uh, they've been called out uh, several times on on uh, some reporting stuff that was uh, wasn't great at the beginning, but now a year later we've we've been able to show the statistics and if you look at the stats, well, yeah, everything you just said, um, we the majority of people over sixty that died um, the overwhelming majority of people any age that were either in the hospital or died uh, had a pre-existing condition like the numbers are, are mind-boggling so you know if you're um, you know if you got whatever you know some things you know that uh, you can control and some things that you can't uh, you know you you, you 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 can look in the mirror and go okay i have copd i weigh 75 pounds more than i should i have uh, you know diabetes i have certain things those are risk factors that you got to be aware of and, and be responsible f about with your own personal health and your own safety uh and uh this, well, I, I saw some guy uh, that was interviewed recently on some uh, some program. I can't remember what it was, but um, he's a, a fitness uh, sort of instructor guy uh, in his late 60s and very, very, uh, very fit, very, very capable sort of guy. And he said, I've trained for this for all my life. I, you know, I, I. Uh 
Are you talking about Mark Sisson on Rogan? Yeah, I think that's who it was. Yeah, that's probably who it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah. I've trained for this all my life. He he's like I I know because I I I'm not overweight. I don't have uh, you know I've been uh, you know doing all the right things for for as long as I I've lived or you know for his, most of his adult life. He's he's kept you know kept things in in the place where he's not going to get into a situation where he's uh, compromised because of his own health so that was you know good right. good, good on him so um yeah he brought up some stuff that was i thought was uh, kind of fascinating um throughout that whole conversation but uh yeah i don't want to get too long into the weeds about that but uh worth, worth yeah I, I actually enjoyed that whole thing as a matter of fact um so mark sisson he is, he was a marathoner what else did he do i mean he um He's, he's done a lot of uh, you know crazy uh yeah um like triathlete sort of stuff and uh right and so i mean now uh the guy he lived in malibu he bailed on california not totally he still has a rental property there his adult children live there and he uh he and his wife are now in miami and he's got this company that was bought by Kraft foods called primal kitchen and as a matter of fact, I, I I was hungry last night, and uh, you know, after listening to that, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the intermittent fasting because of the hours I work, and the way I've been eating, and how sedentary I am during the week because I'm tethered to my car, and uh, I ended up getting um, one of his meals. You know, it was this uh, like uh, chicken and rice, cauliflower, and some uh, like a curry sauce. Mm -hmm. It's like. 220 you know it's no no whole no grains it was it was actually it was pretty good it was only 220 calories and um it was a frozen meal um and he's got a bunch of dressings and stuff like that but uh the one thing he said that fascinated me and that <laughs> broken scoff that was the <laughs> the, the, the paddle boarding yeah is yeah. the best workout you can get and he meant full body workout right and right. And while while I understand Rogan's reaction is if you do paddle boarding, especially if you do it on the ocean, mm -hmm. and you just do it for an hour or two, that will kill you. I mean, I've do it on a lagoon on a canal leading out to the bay down in Jersey. Yeah, and I'm telling you, man, that's uh, just your balance, your core, and the muscles that you're working. Well, you think it is okay when somebody good. when somebody talks about it. Okay, I think all right, the upper body. Okay, I, that's what pops in immediately. You got that paddle, and you're standing up. So your upper body, you got that. But all the twisting, all the lower leg balancing, center of gravity being a little lower, your hips, your butt, your you know your lower back, everything. I imagine all of that gets really zapped, you know, pretty quickly because you're you're trying not to fall on your face into the water. And uh, yeah, I would imagine that's all yeah, that's into good. That. Um, but. Uh, you know, the, the, but the thing about what you're saying about, you know, training for this your whole life, it's just like, you know, we, we, we don't necessarily put enough weight on health and fitness, you know, on a government level or the federal, not, not to have it mandated, but like, uh, when we, you had that, that, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was the governor of, I mean, it was, that was important to him, you know? Mm, yeah. It's, of course it's important to him, health and fitness, you know, Obama's wife, Michelle Obama was very much so with the food and the eating, you know what I mean? And it's like, you scoff the thing, but it'd be like, no, we should have that. Not telling people you have to, but to start, like, it's terrible that you, we have, I, I mean, um, all these fast food restaurants that, uh, you know, I mean, that you have these unhealthy options that cost a dollar. There's a dollar menu, and where do you find those? Who's eating that? 
<laughs> you know, it's not, it, yeah, it's not yeah. well-educated, affluent people and healthy people. It's lower yeah, income yeah. people who, you know what I'm saying? Where, where sure, it's like, yeah. where, and you know, so it's, it's not necessarily about race. It's about economics and culture and education and, and like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. You yeah, know, I, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's, I, you, you, you don't shame someone. I don't think you should shame someone for being unhealthy and overweight and that, because that never works. It has the opposite effect. No, it, you don't shame people for, you know, there's, I, yeah. it, it's, it's not effective. There's, uh, we seem to not, we we as a society haven't been able to figure out a way that somewhere in between uh shaming and uh and the idea that we're going to um uh, uh that we would perhaps uh find a way to to educate in a supportive way and but also let people know that they're seriously you know you're you're fucking up your health you can't be you know you can't lizzo is not a good example of somebody that's gonna live a long healthy life she may live a short sassy uh in your face kind of life the way she's she's uh, you know living her life right now but you know if you're five foot five and you weigh 240 pounds uh and you're a woman, you know, this is just not going to work out for you long range. There's going to be a bunch of stuff that's going to happen to you that's, uh, that's just not going to work. So how, how do we say it in a serious way and in a way that's, uh, that um, doesn't cause, like you said, the, the shaming sort of feeling? That's, that's the challenge. So I don't know. Right, right. It, you know, this, listen, obviously any person you use as your example, whether it's Lizzo or anyone, it's like it's going to feel personal to them, yeah, right? And right. you're not discounting them, but you're using them as an example because people know who that is. You know, Adele loses weight, and I think Rogan actually talked about it, maybe not on that episode, but it's just like, and it'd be like, but it's just people are like angry with her. You know, yeah, there's a yeah. segment of the, and that's the same segment of the population, not the same people exactly. That's the same mentality of like, no, you have to wear your mask. You still have to wear your mask, whatever. And, and it, 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 this happens. It's just also, it also happened with, you know, with, uh, like I, I, I saw Biden fall up the stairs. Did you see him fall up the stairs? Uh, my wife told me about him falling. I didn't know about it. I didn't either. I didn't know anything about it, but it, literally, he was getting up onto Air Force One. He walked up those stairs, which are very steep. I, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that I would have tripped up those stairs. I'm a clumsy fuck. But, so he goes up, and he slips once, twice, and then a third time he almost slips. And, oh goes, and he gets to the top, and, then he, and he's got his mask on, and he salutes. And I'm watching this, and I'm thinking to myself, where the fuck are the other people? Why the fuck is he wearing a mask? He's the fucking president, and nobody's around him. Okay, I know he's old, but where's it coming from? So there's that side of it, right? Yeah. And it's just like, and then you had the other extreme with the other guy who wouldn't wear it at all. He'd be right there next to Fauci, no mask. 
You know what I mean? So you're like, where's we're looking at these two crazy extremes, yeah. and neither of them are effective. Yeah, joke. It's joke, sort of joke could breathe easier and probably get up those stairs easier if he just. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. I, I mean, I mean, the move. Now, I would never become president. I would yeah, never get elected yeah. president. Not only because I wouldn't run. I'm not. I'm not qualified. But if you go up those stairs and you do, you, you and you get to the top, like that's by the third time you trip. You walk right back down the stairs and you do it again. And then you get to the top and you take off that mask and you salute. <laughs> you know what I mean? You you got to acknowledge the thing. You got you got to wonder too now are, okay, after that happens, do they pull him aside and they go, "Joe, we we you got to we got to get you in. You got to work out. We got to do some <laughs> we got to do some stair climbing in the gym. We got to do something. We got to get you <laughs> got to get you yeah, qualified." Yeah. This can't happen. Rachel bought this thing uh, called a vibration plate, uh, which is a uh, not a you know not what you're thinking. No, it's a it's a no no. I was going to say that's very personal, but I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to make the joke. We're too close to wrapping this one up, and I was like, I'm not doing it. And then I'm like, I think it's in its head. I'm not doing it. Okay. So yes. it, it, it's this. Uh, it, 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 I thought it was the dumbest sounding thing ever because you. Okay, it's this. Uh, it's this stand thing uh, that you. It, it it vibrates. It's got a. It's got a control on it, and uh, the thing wobbles, and you stand on it. And the idea is that uh, okay, if if somebody had like MS or some sort of uh, disease, uh, maybe maybe somebody like Joe Biden, maybe somebody is older and um, really uh, is trying to work on some some core strength uh, apparently if you just stand on this thing and, and turn it on it will give you a a, a benefit that's uh, that's uh, uh, measurable and and uh, and it works if you just stand on it but the, the idea is that you can uh, use this thing and do um, do exercises on it and it like like the paddleboard idea it because it's kind of wobbling around and it's an unsteady base uh it gives you uh you, all of your muscles as you're doing stuff it gives you more of this uh um, side to side and front to back sort of uh thing going on where you got your tiny little muscles have to react to just do what what else you're doing i don't know if that's probably not a good they, they, i mean it looks like they have them for horses as well those are very expensive yeah yeah so apparently i i, I had never heard of this and uh she, she had uh, she follows this dr terry walls who is a uh a um She's a she's actually a professor at the University of Iowa, but she had full blown MS and managed to reverse her symptoms completely from the point where she was in a she was in a wheelchair and um, they said she'd be in the wheelchair f and would be immobile for the rest of her life, and she uh, m did this dietary change that was. Uh, uh, kind of a it's called the terry i think the walls diet or walls protocol i think is what they call it w-a-l-h is her name and uh, the walls protocol and she reversed her ms with her diet and then she's done a lot of stuff with with exercise too and she um, jogs and walks and does everything that that normal people do now but she was talking about this vibration plate thing which is where rachel got the idea and so um, we got this thing anyway i got on it for the first time like wednesday of this week and uh, thought i did some some uh air squats and uh some other things nothing too major I, and i wasn't on it for very long um oh wow man i tell you the next day two days my 
muscles, my back, everything was just, uh, I, it, it, yeah, it works. <laughs> it did something. Uh, I was, I was sore. It was, uh, much more so than I thought it would be, which, uh, and might, it, might be because I've been sitting on my ass all, all winter anyway, but, uh, it, it definitely did something. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at them now. I, uh, I think I'd heard of them or maybe I saw one when I was going to a gym and, uh, with a trainer a few many years ago, I think I may have seen one. I didn't even you know. know. I hadn't even didn't know anything about them. But uh, I, you know, I'm not going to tell somebody that you get one of these, and this could be your sole means by which to you know get fit. If you're not, uh, it, I don't think it's going to be that. But I think if you were maybe though, if you were just starting out and you had a bunch of pounds to lose, and you were just looking for something to kind of get uh, get rolling with a little bit, uh, it would possibly give you some a way to get a good start. And I'm going to use it for. Uh, Rachel's used it for if you did planks on it um, I think that might be really crazy effective because it's wobbling in all these different directions and you're planking on top of that uh, planks are hard, you know hard enough anyway but that adding, sure. adding that to it right. would be just a whole nother level of stuff and there's some it's got these like the you know it's got the bands the the like you do curls or overhead press type bands it's got those that connect to it this unit does and so you can do a variety of things and um, well where'd you get it Amazon yeah, and I can't remember the brand. Is it the black one or the blue one? It's actually white, I believe. It's white? Okay. Yeah. I be I just looked at it because well, maybe because the one that I just looked at was uh 179.99 and uh, I think it's Life Pro Fitness or something on Amazon with a $10 coupon right now. I mean, I wonder if it gave me the $10 coupon because it heard me talking about it. <laughs> like or, or or no, or it knew that I googled it. No, I'm being serious. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it'd be like this guy has interest in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I get you the coupon. Uh, like I said, if you if you look for something, I my big advice to everybody lately is if you're going to buy something before you buy it, put it. In, if you can go to the manu, if you're buying it from the manufacturer side, especially, put it in the cart and let it sit there and wait a couple of days. And oh yeah, yeah, you'll oh, get you'll you'll get a deal. You'll, you'll get, get a deal, deal for sure. Yes. Yeah, I, I um I, the vibration plate sounds okay, but it sounds like you need to do a little bit uh, of work, uh, and I'm looking to do less work. So I well, I want one where I can just I can sit down or lay down and 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 lose weight and get in shape you can actually sit down on this john and do nothing there's there is a one thing i looked down that was part of it was just sitting there i don't know what that's going to do but yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm gonna get a sit and spin do you remember the sit and spin yes yeah did you have one uh no or no people that had one uh, yeah 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 it, it was a toy i don't know um when it was when it was made but uh, i would I think it's been around since at least the '60s, right? Maybe even earlier. And then you know where what you happened? literally just sit. What's that? You know what happened to those? What? Why they went away? Pe oh, people. This uh, people got uh, some people got hurt, and the same people that want us to wear masks continually for the rest of our lives everywhere uh, said no more sit and spin. It's the same same mental thing. A couple people, a couple drunk guys, probably <laughs> spun too hard, and I don't know. No, they they still have it. You can still buy a sit and spin. Yeah, they they, they the play school sit and spin roundabout activity toy. And that's to, from 2015. Does it come with a helmet? <laughs> it comes from a helmet and pads and yeah. It's not as cool as it used to be. Actually, it might be exactly the same. They just made a different color so they could. Uh... Huh? It's a classic toy. And that 
ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.